Welcome to The Pemberley Podcast, a podcast where we discuss modern-day Jane Austen adaptations. Now covering Emma Approved, I'm Jillian Davis. I'm Yolanda Rodriguez. Keep up with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Pemberley. You can help support our running costs on patreon.com slash thepemberley. And if you have any questions or comments, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Pemberley Podcast. Before we get into the Emma-approved episodes, we're going to talk a bit about the things that we're watching right now. Jillian, what are you watching right now? I just started, I've literally seen only the pilot episode of a show on Hulu. It's an Australian show called Please Like Me. It's just kind of a dramatic but also comedic series about this like group of 20-somethings. It's just about like them living in modern day, like, Austra- I don't even know what city. Like, okay. But yeah. they just sort of like do a great job of voicing a lot of insecurities that young people face. Like in the fr- like literally in the cold open, the main character, Josh, gets like dumped by his girlfriend. And she's like, I think we should break up. I also think that you're gay. <laughs> and she's and he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and sort of later on in the episode, he kind of fine explores that aspect of himself with like this really hot guy who was just sort of around like there's no rhyme or reason to like how these mac like the machinations of these events happen Uh but like he i don't know he goes on like a very interesting monologue with his friend about or to his friend rather a really good looking guy like that like what is he doing with me like if you're okay looking i understand like what we're doing together but like if you're really good looking like i don't understand why i'm here like it's they just sort of like voice things that I think people usually think Mm. and it's a very interesting kind of like sad but I relate kind of comedy yeah yeah what are you watching so I recently watched the Netflix documentary knock down the house and this is the one that follows four candidates who are running for some kind of government position the main one that the trailer focuses on and that you could say like the whole documentary focuses on is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is more well known now because she won and she's like so young and she had upset like this. It was like a complete surprise that really that she won too, Mm -hmm. because she like beat out this guy who had been there for years. So uh, it follows like four different women that this nonprofit had identified to like support to run. So basically like these women really hadn't, even Alexandria hadn't considered running for politics before, but because of like just the state of the country and like the state of like wanting new voices, people were nominated. Like, I think this person would be actually really good for politics. And so this nonprofit like brings them in and like tells them what to expect and like really encourages them and like supports them the whole way through wow. their campaign. Yeah, because she was a bartender in the Bronx. Yeah, and it's so interesting because you see that part of her life even in the documentary. So you see like the whole process of like, nine months before she even starts to like run of like when they actually brought her in and like gave her like the lowdown of like and this is what it's actually going to be like to run and like how your life is going to be picked apart and all of that so it's a really uplifting and inspiring documentary and you see like these other three women too who are going through the same things in their respective states and and their respective races too so uh it's really great highly recommend it Check it out. All right. Previously on Emma Approved, Caroline and Elton continue to be passive-aggressive nightmares as Emma and Harriet are helping with the planning the final stretch of the Elton Lee engagement party. And tonight, 
is the night of the event. Yes, finally. But I have also been like dreading this for a very long time because of like how awful they are to Harriet. Yeah, I did forget how awful they were. So this was not a fun episode, but fun and also in different ways. There was a triumph at the yes, end, but yes, it was like yes. hard to watch the hard parts. Yes. Yeah, so let's start with episode 47, plus one, minus one, written by Bernie Sue. Oh, that's the, a really good title. <laughs> yeah. The engagement party is finally here. Emma's kind of ecstatic that it's like finally here. And even if the wedding were to be offered to them of uh the Caroline and Elton wedding, she says it would not be Emma approved, so she would not take it. So uh, that's good to know where she stands. I mean, we kind of suspected that, but it's like that confirmation of like, all right, even if they're offered the wedding, in her mind, she's like, the engagement party's tonight and we'll finally be like rid of this couple forever. So then Harriet comes in and Harriet's dressed up and they all look great and they're excited. They're going to the party. It's kind of like very Cinderella at the ball. You yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Harriet kind of like teeters in in her heels and Emma's like, who are you? And she's like, Emma, it's me, Harriet. <laughs> I know. We know that. But like everyone is like, I don't know, you know, like at your prom or whatever. And you're used yeah. to seeing your sort of fellow classmates just looking like crap every single day and then you see them in their dresses and their makeup and yeah. their hairdos and you're like oh we all clean up nice yeah 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 <laughs> you, even though actually harriet and emma look nice all the time yeah, yeah I didn't they do <laughs> no no so we see their dresses i do love the color of harriet's dress because i feel like it exactly matches her eyes mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the way it like pops off on screen i don't love the top of her dress it's yeah. like the strappy thing i don't know the straps are weird. I I don't know how I feel about the dark blue shoes with the teal dress. That too. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh, all right. That's a choice. That is a choice. That's a choice. That was made in but the past. You know what? It seems like Harriet's like comfortable in those heels and she's like walking pretty confidently. So as long as Harriet feels good, then that's great. I mean, she seems very Cinderella tonight, you know? Yeah, she's yeah. going she's going to the ball and she's gonna dance with the prince. Yeah. And, you know, she stuff spent like all that. day like learning how to do her hair and she did the updo. And like when you click out in the description and you can get a closer look at like her clothes, you see the barrette too that's in her hair. Yeah, she had a beautiful sparkly barrette. And yeah. I was like, why, why do we get to see this? Yeah, <laughs> highlight that. <laughs> that's the fun part, I guess, of the transmedia where you can like see the outfit and like at that time the links were active and you could buy the those things and so we can't anymore those things aren't for sale (laughs) we checked the links are dead yeah (laughs) they are dead on arrival that's fine (laughs) both of them are very eager and very they're like finally like we're done planning the stupid party yeah it's out of our stupid way and now we just get to go tonight and like enjoy ourselves you know then and then and then senator elton walks in and says good afternoon ladies like a cartoon villain he's like well well like i don't i'm like can i help you yeah i just immediately was like why is I think this you and I condescending both, jerk here we both like groaned when we walked yeah and he's just he's just awful because he he's like the first thing he's like oh emma you're surprised again it's like yeah you're not supposed to be You're here. You're not supposed to. Who said you were going to be there? Yeah. You're, like, so, this is the office. Shouldn't you be, like, showering or something? I don't know I what mean, guys do. That's why That's why Emma was like, I thought you would be with, you know, your fiance getting, getting ready. ready. And he's like, oh, right. 
Well, the thing is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does say apparently Caroline lost one of her earrings. The lame excuse he gives is that, yeah, That's he's looking point. for one of Caroline's earrings mm-hmm. because she has spent so much time in this office. It might as well be there and not their own home, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or wherever they're, they're supposed to live in Sacramento. Yeah. Where are they staying? Where is know. he staying? Where does he live when I'm, he's down well, here? Well, I'm guessing Caroline has her place still in That's the area. True. And so that's where they're staying for now. And he might be like flying between Sacramento and LA. So mm-hmm. whatever. <sighs> so he's pretending to like be there to look for one of the earrings. Harriet then is like going to go check maybe if it's somewhere else. And that's when Elton mm-hmm. decides mm-hmm. to do the most backhanded compliment ever. Yeah. And he's like, You look very nice, Harriet. What's the occasion? I wanted to backhand him. That was the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And that's the real reason he came was to like, let's, you know what? This night's going too well. This yeah. night is about to be perfect. I'm sensing a lot of joy in this room. Yeah. And I think I need to like He's take like, some of it out. How do I destroy everyone right now? <laughs> <laughs> Especially Harriet. How do I like... Her heart was broken. How do I break it again? How do I like take the little pieces of her little paper heart and like yeah. set them on fire? Yeah. <laughs> like how Be- do I do that? Because hurting Harriet is like sure that's directly hurting her, but like hurting Harriet also hurts Emma. Yeah. So he's like trying to get to-, to the heart of like hurting both of them. Mm-hmm. And this is the exact way to do it. I mean, he's he's good at it. Yep. I'll give him that. He had a plan. He's the he- worst. And it was just, like, can you imagine getting all, like, planning on an event and then getting all dressed up to go and then being told, I thought the staff was going to stay in the kitchen? What's Harriet going to do in the kitchen? She's not a chef. No. But then also, Emma was under the impression, too, Mm -hmm. like, oh, we had seats, you know, I saw the seating chart. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, suddenly within the past two minutes, I guess they changed the seating chart and suddenly Harriet doesn't have a seat anymore, so. Mm -hmm. You know, Emma, you made the seating chart. Actually, Caroline did, but I believe we all had seats. Oh, that's right. Caroline had to do some last-minute rearranging as some important colleagues are coming from Sacramento. Shouldn't, you know, your event planner know about those changes to be able to help with rearranging the seating chart so then, like, your new guests are accommodated? No, of course not, because the senator is an awful person who's just making up excuses for everything, and, you know, he's just the worst, and I hate him, so... (laughs) So after he's like ripped open Harriet's chest, this is where he's like, let me sever every artery from your heart by saying no. Everyone's just so stunned and so uncomfortable and so sad. And then Alex Knightley comes in to save the day again. And he's like, what's happening, everyone? But this is where I'm convinced that like he heard everything that just happened because... I think easily he could have walked into it and been like, oh, hi, Mr. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, Why is Senator? it so tense? Hey, Senator, we're ready to go? All right. And then he would have been like slowly like realizing, oh, things aren't okay. Because mm-hmm. he immediately knows things aren't okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why he like jumps in and is like, all right, let me shut this down. Let me shut down this guy. Are we all going in my car? Or I just need to Actually, I'm not car. going. The venue's full. Um, I'll, I'll do my work from here. Harriet. He's going with me. I was hoping I could take her as my plus one. If... That's okay with you, Harriet. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Elton can't say anything to that. Nope. Because can't at block that, a guest yeah. of a guest. Oh, no. and while all this is going down, he's like pretending to look for the earring. He's crouched down and like looking on the floor, like as if he's actually looking for Caroline's earring, as if that was a real thing that is lost. Yep. Nope. That's and also I think he's just terrible at looking for things. Also, I don't know why. Also, I'm pretty sure that when Alex came in. 
Senator Elton called him Alec and not Alex. Mm. As like another little power move of like, what's your name again? Alec? Sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't like him. But (laughs) Knightley basically out alpha males Elton. For jerseys. Because bringing up like, Harry's my plus one, whatever you just said, I just vetoed it. So like, she's my date. She's coming. She's my guest. You tell a guest she can't, you know? Yeah. She's got a legit invite now. Yeah. Not that she needed one in the first place because she was like invited kind of all along and he's the one who just decided to come in and uninvite her. Yep. So they handshake and leave on. I hope they like cut off each other's pulses. I know. It's always like very fascinating to me when two like powerful men do like the handshake and like really look at each other. I'm sure it was a very tense handshake. I know. I'm like, what's (laughs) happening? What are you thinking to each other? Yeah. What what message are you trying to convey in your handshake? You're like, I'm more powerful. No, I'm more powerful. I'm more powerful. Uh. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Calm down. We're going to the ball now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Emma's, of course, eternally grateful. You know, Harriet's like, great, let me shut down my computer and cinderella gets to go to the ball yeah it's like when her stepsisters rip apart her dress and she's yeah. like i've got nothing to wear and alex is the fairy godmother who's like you're my plus one and she's like yay let me shut down my computer which again feeds into harriet's future crush or current crush we don't know yet sure. of nightly because mm-hmm. now she's officially his plus one she's yeah. his date for this engagement party he asked her yeah to accompany him yep yep this is a thing that people do And then Elton leaves, which I'm pretty sure is the last time we'll see Senator Elton. I think. I pray to God that this (laughs) is the last time we'll see his face. I think so. I think that's a wrap on him. Um, I'd like be clapping like, yay, we're never going to see you again. I I hope I'm not wrong. (laughs) While she like pops up and we're like, again? 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 Uh, That would be very funny. So there's then there's like that sweet moment between Emma and Knightley where she thanks him and like he's like, well, you know, she did so great. Like she did all that great work. She deserves to have like this one night too. Like we all deserve to have some fun after everything we've been through. So And I'm like, what do you mean we? You just yeah. like crunched. You were happy the whole time because you kept getting these big checks. I think he like mainly wanted to make sure Harriet was recognized. Yeah. So that was nice. I agree. Emma brings up the dancing that's going to be happening, and I guess Knightley didn't realize dancing would be happening at this event and is very concerned about it. That Um, was adorable. So that was one episode. (laughs) And then we cut to the next day uh, for episode 48, Doppelgangers, also written by Bernie Sue. It is the next day, and the party was a resounding success. Yeah, they did it. had fun. They lived. They thrived. They danced. They ate. They drank, I assume. Yeah, and even for, like, uh, the next day after a party, Harry and Emma still look great to coming to the office. I know. I'm like, why would you guys come in at all? Consider it, like, a vacation day. Emma has, like, this, like, chill glam look, like, the day after parties, but Harriet's, like, in a full-on, like, businessy attire, like, mm-hmm. chic glam sort of mm-hmm. thing, too. Why they come into the office the next day after a party, who knows? But they still are working, but it's going to be a chill day for them. I like that. Emma asks Harriet if she had any, like, new dance partners that she wanted to talk about. And Harriet says, like, no new ones. Ooh. Which makes me think that there was a current or old one. Hint, hint. Nudge, it's nudge. Nightly. <laughs> I love what you wrote here. Cough, nightly, cough. Cough, nightly, cough. <laughs> That's great. And then their light airiness is again sucked out of the room yeah. when uh, the bride 
to be mm-hmm. shows up looking like an Easter egg, in my opinion. Yeah. Very bright, very yeah. pastel-y. Her purse looks really nice and I really expensive. Love, yeah. I love her purse. Yeah. <laughs> I love that big bow. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I came to deliver your final payment. How can I help you? I just wanted to thank you for a fantastic party. It was the event of the year. <laughs> thank you. Until the wedding, of course. Of course. And there's just this pause where Caroline is expecting Emma to like chime in and be like, oh, of course, the wedding. Well, I would love to. We have big plans. And I'm sure she was waiting for Emma to do that. So Caroline could cut her off and be like, oh, well, we haven't considered you yet. Mm -hmm. But uh, if we do, we'll let you know kind of thing. But Emma is like just sitting there letting the silence sink in. The wedding. Yeah, it's it's silent for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you going to inquire about that opportunity? Are you offering it? I am considering considering it. That's BS. That's a nothing answer. It's not an answer. Again, it's just Caroline wanting the power of like, she wanted Emma to want it and then Caroline would be able to reject her, but Emma doesn't want it. The only way she can reject her is by saying, I'm considering considering it. <laughs> and then Emma's like, well... When you consider me, then that's when I will consider your official offer. Like, I love how Emma's like, I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to beg no, for your stupid no, wedding. No. I don't even like, even if you begged me, I'd probably say no. <laughs> I can't even imagine how awful that whole process. I mean, this was just an engagement party. A whole wedding has way more elements to it. It'd be way more involved and way more planning. It's just, Sounds it would awful. be too much. It would be so much. Because, like, I'm sure Caroline has, like, everything already planned in her mind. But, of course, she's not going to – she's going to go through the same thing of, like, not telling them anything and then just shutting down every suggestion they ever bring up. So, like yeah. – Like, this, but more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And their conversation kind of ends with, like, with Emma asking, like, why did you actually hire us to do your engagement party? And Caroline's just like, well, this is what James wanted. But she's like really trying to get to the root of like, why are you actually here, Caroline? And why did you like bring this check when you could have mailed it? Like, what do you what do you want from me, basically? Well, that's the thing. She's holding the final check. Now she's like, now that I have my money, tell me what you want. Yeah, yeah. What do you really want? Yeah, yeah. And that's when Emma says, you wanted to see the woman who first caught your fiance's eye, didn't you? Because in Caroline's mind, it feels like this was all a competition, and Caroline feels like she already won. So it's like a competition that no one was fighting in, but somehow was still happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The weirdest thing. Yeah. Emma's got nothing to lose at this point because she got the final payment. She doesn't want the wedding. She's never going to work with Caroline again. Who knows? At least for the foreseeable future, she's not going to work with them again. Mm -hmm. So at this point, she's like, all right, I'm cutting ties with you. I got the check and like, wish you the best of luck. Bye forever. Bye. <laughs> well, it's interesting because Emma's like, I genuinely wish you all the happiness and luck in the world. Mm-hmm. And Caroline's like, thanks, same to you. And she's like, you're lying to my face, but that's yeah. okay. That's who you are. <laughs> Do we really think Emma wishes her the best, though? Like, is Emma lying as much as Caroline is? I mean, I think that Emma has finally seen Caroline for what she is, which is yeah. just like a really jealous queen bee type who like if every pair of eyes in the room is not on her she does not feel seen there she sees her for all her insecurities and all of her everything and she realizes that she's probably this demanding because she's like a very unhappy person so i think when she says that i genuinely wish you all the happiness and luck in the world she's like 
the way you carry on, the way you carry yourself and live your life, mm -hmm. it must be miserable. So I hope you find whatever it is that makes you happy because sure. like you didn't actually win here. Like yeah. I am much happier and much more secure in my life than you are as a single woman than you are engaged to this rocket ship of a politician. <laughs> and um, I hope you find happiness in that. Yeah. So Caroline has like nothing to say to that and she just leaves yeah. without a word. Whatever. And that is the last that we see of Caroline, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confident in like, oh. Like, I am confident in most of what I just said. Yeah. I am mostly confident in it. I don't remember again if they come back or anything. I'm pretty so, sure they don't, but again, what do we know? Yeah, who it's knows? Like, I feel like you and I are this weird combination of like, some parts, we know exactly what's coming. Yeah. And then most of it, we just kind of like, woo, I forget. Yeah, we'll yeah. We'll be surprised like you guys. As far as like, as clients, they're done. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For they sure. may come up in other ways, but like as clients, we're never going to have to like deal with planning with the Eltons again. Sayonara. Then Knightley comes in. He's happy about, you know, the check with lots of zeros. Money. He sees it as a success. Emma's still, like, distraught of, like, how could you see this as a win when, like, it feels like a loss and we just worked with the two most awful people ever, so I don't want this to be the business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then Emma kind of is discovering things as she's going on her on her rant and monologue of, like, you know what, I want to do good in this world and one client at a time, like, we're going to make the world better because look at what we did with Maddie Bates. We raised all that money, yeah. and like, for a great cause. So, like, we can do that with other people. Emma approved the company that makes the world better. We'll only take on clients with pure intentions. We'll save starving children, end wars, fight injustice. That's ambitious. Always. At the end of her little monologue, he's like, you know, if you really want to do all this social justice stuff and help the world and save people and do nonprofit stuff, I know just the person to help us pivot. And yeah. she's like, oh, who? And he just like looks at her and she's like, not Jane Fairfax. And he's like, can you honestly think of anyone better? And she's like, no comment. Yeah, because she would be the perfect person. She has so much nonprofit experience. So That's literally like, what she's been. She's she Emma be in the public sector. Yes, yes, yes. So even though like Emma has stood up for Jane recently because, you know, Caroline tried to also tear down Jane Fairfax and tried to get Emma to like gossip about her. But Emma was like, no, Jane's great. Uh, she doesn't want to work with her still. <laughs> so she still wants to be separate from Jane Fairfax in all possible ways, especially in her business. Um, but it seems like finally we're going to be meeting Jane soon. Yay. Yeah. New people. Yeah. Yeah. New people in a while. Which is funny because in the actual timeline when this was live, the show took a break for like two months. Yeah, this, <laughs> this episode was published on like April 24th and they're like, we'll see you in June 2014. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What were we doing during that whole period of our lives? Yeah, so they Just took a waiting. pretty lengthy break. But also this was like the close of an arc too. So it wasn't like devastating, yeah. like what? Do we, what's next? What's next? So. Yeah. Like part two. Um, yeah, Emma yeah. Approved. Definitely. So with that, let's go to the comments where we read original YouTube comments from when these episodes first aired, starting with episode 47. Deirdre says, if you look back at previous videos, Caroline doesn't wear earrings. <gasps> I don't even think she has her ears pierced. <gasps> a poorly thought out excuse just to be a jerk. Elton is scum. I love everything in this. Like, yeah. check this like Deirdre's like check the record yeah. Beyonce doesn't wear earrings there's no yeah. way she lost something yeah yeah which is a really good point it was just like it was a fake excuse just to come and like cause havoc and, and be a jerk 
Louise says, in all caps, Senator Scumbag apologizing without even directly looking at Harriet irks my soul. My soul was also irked. Yeah. We like groaned that whole episode. I was like hiding myself in my shirt. <laughs> Ponsonby Britt says, and this is a long comment. Yes. Lately, I've been such a fan of Alex's ability to turn the tide of an entire episode with just a brief comment or two. I also think praise is long overdue for the Elton and Caroline characters. It's often thankless playing the bad guys, and I've always felt the hardest thing for any actor to do was to convince me to hate their guts. Playing a convincing villain takes skill because there's little gray area about it. The audience either shakes their fists in contempt at them, or the actors aren't doing their job. Oddly enough, it's always the nicest people who seem to make the most convincing bad guys. Aww. That's very true. Having met and interviewed Jessica Jade Andres. She was lovely. She was so nice. She was wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Caroline. Her character is just the worst. Yeah. Very good at it. Very good. So, very yeah. good. My laundry stinks. <laughs> Says, who else thinks Emma should donate this video to the campaign of Elton's political competition just before election time? Because that is 100% me approved. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I love the way my dirty, my laundry stinks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, episode 48, Tessa says, As surprising as this is, I wish Emma had not called Caroline on her BS. In the book, one of her good qualities was knowing how to be somewhat tactful in the face of total jerks and snobs. Emma in the book would have politely moved on and wished her a goodbye without saying what she knew out loud. That's an interesting take, I think, because I think it was good for Emma to call her out. But I don't know if you think that aligns with book Emma or is this just a different series, Emma? I definitely enjoyed the closure. Yeah. Even if it's not canon, I think that we needed this. Yeah, There's an yeah. audience here. For sure. Jenny says, you know, it almost seemed to me like Caroline was legitimately hoping that underneath the surface, Emma actually liked her. She may not meet that many other women like herself. Maybe after getting the competition out of the way, she realized they might actually be friends. She just seemed kind of sad before she left to hear how Emma really felt. Could be a complete crap, but I just sense some more depth there for a second. I mean, it definitely doesn't surprise me that Caroline is the kind of person who just... I, like, because of the way that she treats people, I think she's used to people not liking her. Yeah. And so I'm sure she always holds out some kind of hope that, like, people can see that, like, she does what she does, not because she, like, enjoys being mean, but because she's, like, she needs respect. She needs yeah. attention. She needs compliance. And, like, that's just, like, the things that she needs. And I think people don't really see who she is a lot. Yeah. And then Heather says, I bask in the Emma Knightley interactions. They really lift the mood and ground the story, their characters and their individual and shared journeys. It's like that feeling you get when winding down in a safe place after facing hardship that come what may, everything's going to be okay in the end. Knightley is Emma's and our sense of place slash home. She really trusts him and comes alive around him. It's nice. Aww. It's yeah, very true. It is. There's kind of a huge act break here because we've just wrapped up our last clients and uh, we are going to see who our next clients are and what the future of Emma Approved looks like. Yeah. This episode has been Pemberley Podcast Approved. Approved.